0: hello and welcome back my name is webhav thank you so much for listening this is not everyday people this is a bonus episode about school life nostalgia and having roots the role of uh, school in your life and the people in this discussion are myself webhav gupta 30 years old male uh, from calcutta and the other two people in the conversation are Piyush Daga and Amir Lokhandwala also around 30 years old also male also from Calcutta so you know very diverse panel uh, but but the way we uh, pre- uh, the way we did this was I prepared a list of questions and then we used that as a roundtable discussion thing uh, all of us non-Bengalis so if you if you enjoy this episode let me know if you want me to do it with a couple of Bengali friends and see if that is a cultural difference Uh, but in general we talked about um, you know how our lives have sort of gone in different directions after school what school means to us and whether it continues to play a role in our lives and then we opened it up to a little more general nostalgic discussion Uh, it, it takes a couple of questions for us to warm up but I think you'll really enjoy the conversation especially if you've never explored your own feelings about your past, about your school life and what that means to you. I think you will really, really enjoy this conversation. So here we go. Uh, Here's Amir, Piyush and myself. Okay. Uh, We're actually going to then just jump right into it if you're okay. Uh, The first topic that we've decided to talk about is, would you say you have kept up with news from school and school myth. So obviously we'll talk about school first and then we'll open it up to a general nostalgia discussion. But uh, do you think you've kept up with news from school? And if yes, to what extent? And I, I'm not gonna moderate, like who goes first? Please feel free to jump in. Okay, nobody's gonna jump in. Piyush, go ahead.
1: Okay. Uh, to an extent, yes. Uh, initially it was much more easier to keep in touch with school and schoolmates Uh, but yeah as with time I think most of the people who were there in school have either retired or passed out so right now once in a while I do get to hear news but uh, consciously now no so yeah it's been 10 years since I moved out of school so it's more to do with, if I've known people who are still in part of school, then I get to hear, I inquire sometimes. But yeah, I mean, with, with time, I think that touch is sort of dwindling. And I'll tack on a question. Um, Forget
0: school news for a second. Do you still have people that you regularly talk to who, who you're friends with in school? Like, do you still have some school friends that you regularly talk to?
1: Yeah, very few. I think some of them are part of this podcast right now uh-huh. some <laughs> some more but very few very I, I do on, on almost on a daily basis or on a weekly basis amir what about you what's your
0: answer to both these questions
2: yeah um so when it comes to keeping up with news i think i have uh, tried to do that in part um I've been able to keep in touch directly with some people. And of course I I do speak with Piyush and some school schoolmates uh, some of the time. So you know you get to hear some chatter here and there. Also, I think Facebook has been quite important for me in this regard. It helps me to just uh keep connected, see what's happening. Like recently I found out something about our school group, which I brought onto our, you know, our own WhatsApp group, right, that we have for our, our particular class so i think that way it helps me to keep uh, just a little bit of a tab into it i would say um and interestingly what what recently happened in my in my new job here um, i'm in bangalore right now so uh, i i happen to be now colleagues with uh, one of our juniors from school so i was very um happy to you know uh, get reminded of uh, dbpc through through that small exchange we had the kind of exchange we had was a bit different. I don't want to put it in this podcast because some memories of school um, uh, that came out from that one was a bit d- different to start with. But but that's how you keep in touch, right? Like there's a butterfly network in, in effect.
0: Yeah, um, for me, I don't feel like I've kept in touch with school at all. Like, I don't really care about school news. I have, in fact, distanced myself from it as much as possible. Uh, but you mentioned Facebook and WhatsApp. It's part. It's going to be part of our next question also. But for me, yeah, like uh, the WhatsApp group primarily is where I get a little bit of news of some teachers who have passed, unfortunately, or or somebody in, in our batch doing really well, sharing something. There have been people who've shared that um, they've had children. And it's been nice Nice. to see that everybody's congratulated them. It's nice, Uh, but that's the extent to which um, I've done it. I don't find it important. And maybe we'll touch on that a little bit later, but I'll answer the second question as well. The second question is how difficult is it keeping up and how often do you do it? So definitely Facebook and WhatsApp have made it a lot easier. I've stopped using Facebook entirely. So, in fact, uh,
2: wait, wait. Before you, before you answer further, you've stopped using Facebook. Have you replaced it with something else,
0: or just been off? Oh, yeah. Of push- course, I've replaced it with something else. <laughs> I'm A-cha. not. I'm not productive. <laughs> uh, but I, no, so I. What I found was that I was using Facebook way too much, like scrolling endlessly for like four or five hours. Uh, And so last year, March, 2020, I deactivated it. This was the fifth time I was deactivating Facebook, but this time it stuck. And I actually wrote Mm. a blog about it. uh, But yeah, so it stuck. And I had not turned on my Facebook for well over a year. Recently, I was gifted an Oculus device, which requires a Facebook account. So I had to reactivate it. But then because it was still a source of frustration for me at some level, I I think a few weeks ago, I went in and I just deleted uh, 600 or something people off my friend list and now it's cut out to 150.
1: So, I like... Are you trying to like limit your private, I mean, access to your private life to a select few? Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm not going to publish anything on Facebook anyway.
1: Right.
0: But it's still, I didn't feel right having an account which had like 700 plus people on it, a lot of which are from like my life in Toastmasters. And I was just like, uh, it felt like a weirdly formal thing and that I didn't want. But because I don't use Facebook anymore, coming back to our discussion is, um, I get all my news from WhatsApp. How difficult is it for both of you to keep up with it? And how often do you end up doing it? Amir, you mentioned that you just happened to see that you were admin on the Facebook group. Anymore. Oh, yeah uh how yeah. often do you keep up with or you do you try to keep up with news
2: i know so i i see the page just you know scrolling past it if it comes on my feed and uh, sometimes there is good inspirational quotes and, and stuff shared there which i like from any other page it doesn't have to be our school page uh so i i i keep in touch through that um i don't think i go into the group, and I am just seeing all the activities ever. But when it comes on my newsfeed, I do, I do look at it. And and that that's when this happened, right, that I got that message about uh, QMS wanting to join DBPC, which I found really, really funny. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that's about me. I, I don't I don't keep in touch with anything on WhatsApp uh, as such
0: a little bit of a deviation you mentioned inspirational quotes we are all in and around 30 years old have you already become an uncle who likes the you know the daily motivation <laughs> and
1: all that
2: i i was uh, an uncle back in school as well so i think <laughs> i've retained my identity of liking the quotes
1: <laughs> an uncle who does not know how to give directions by the way uh, hey
2: i've worked on the right and left and stuff pious come
1: on okay, good <laughs> Uncles don't know many things. Piyush, what about you? How difficult has it been? Uh, So one thing over the years I have tried to do is, especially with uh, people from school, uh, whose contacts I have on my WhatsApp. So uh, be it uh, mostly festivals, season greetings, I uh, write a personal message and I send it to them. uh, Be it teachers, be it uh, students, be it juniors, seniors, whatever. So something that I have done consciously for, not just for school, for people who've been a part of my life beat college also so that i still try to do and it's nice if people respond if people remember so that is one bit i've tried Uh, now i mean sometimes you have others from school who send you messages or reminding you that okay it's the founder's day so it's nice to hear back from them sometimes yeah but on facebook not much uh Mm -hmm. i do visit the group when i feel it's important to share information especially when somebody's passed away uh, it's sad. It's, I don't know, it's unfortunate that we fail to keep, keep in touch with them for yeah. so long. In fact, when uh, it was really nice from one of my batchmates, he uh, got in touch with me after many years, uh, seeing a particular post of a teacher who passed away. And he was like, ma'am, you used to, you taught us so much, you know, why don't we collect all the things that we made in primary school as part of the class? And, oh, know, I, it,
0: I you, understand which teacher you're talking about, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, send it to her kids as a, as a token of gratitude that you know she really helped us learn something in primary school. So that was a very nice uh, touch from this particular friend, batchmate.
0: I- I'll mention yeah. So this is this was uh, Mrs. Kriplani. She was our art teacher, and she was u- universally beloved I think in school because um, first <laughs> she taught us right, how to
2: grow me. an apple. She wins. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah she was also like super mild mannered she was not oh yeah she was never like frustrated with student which I was very I I always respected that about her and for a lot I feel like you know art class when we were younger was great we also got an opportunity to do it a little bit when we were older and I feel like for a lot of people especially for me it was a great therapeutic tool to just pour out a little bit of the frustrations of that time and age and that's not related to this necessarily to school life it's also like you know you were teenagers and there were teenage issues and so I felt like art class was very therapeutic for a lot of people and she did that uh, both through what she taught and her personality so yeah um I, I will say like one thing that um, I was surprised by and this was articulated by uh, someone we know called Francisco I was recently, recently talking to him a few months ago and he mentioned I didn't ever anticipate that you and I would keep in touch over the years and that's true like I thought about it my closest friends from school are unfortunately I'm not in touch with, uh, with them but the people I am in touch with that I touch base with both of you uh, Francisco, of Kundu, a few other people and um, are you still like, do you both still have uh, mostly like people that you were close to or has it been different? Like, because we weren't particularly close when we were in school. Like, both of you were. I was not particularly close with each, either of you. But it's nice that we've been able to, as adults, sort of reconnect. What has that experience been like for you guys, reconnecting with different people as adults?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of things going on in my mind. I think first uh before i answer this question directly i was thinking about uh, you know what piyush mentioned about uh, keeping in touch with teachers and you know uh, him sharing some some news on the whatsapp group and and stuff so uh, i have found some i found a change within myself as to how i use facebook um over the last one or two years i would think i think i have been actively reaching out to teachers because my philosophy has become very different and I think it's along the lines of that, you know, better to contact them and appreciate them while well, we still can. Uh, of course, all all this can be done in retrospect. I mean, that's how life functions. But that's how I see myself just changing that. Um, what do you say? Dormant way of being on Facebook a little bit to a little bit more active. Uh, that's what I have been doing. And I'm not sure if uh, any, you all are anybody else also feels that way. But I think it's, it's quite important because I've been able to just reach out to a few teachers whom, um, you know, I never thought I would generally and just drop by say hi and, you know, tell them I'm doing well and uh, and stuff. So I think I, I like that little bit of a change about myself. Um, And what was the next question? What was the other question you
0: asked? No, let, let's stay on that. Any particular reason that Oh, that you made that change and now you're able to like. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Particular reason being, I think it was mostly triggered by the pandemic. I would say because the pandemic is when the time scales of life shifted a lot for the entire world, right? And right. we could just see see things happening which were. Uh, it was not the occasional uh, unfortunate incident, right? It was a series of things happening. Yeah, it's so I think that, that changed. Yeah, so I think that that was a trigger for me.
1: To just add on to what Amir said, so uh, traditionally, you know, it's it's believed that students should keep in, try to contact teachers and, you know, try to keep that uh, student-teacher relationship going. But as you mentioned, in the pandemic, I had a few teachers who messaged me, asking me, how am I doing? So I realized that, you know, it it is a two-way thing.
2: Definitely. Uh, It
1: was really special that even they, I mean, they also remember you and they also consider you as part of their lives to some extent.
0: Yeah, uh, not school, but I've had the opportunity to talk to a few college teachers of mine in the last couple of years. And it was nice to see that some of them remembered who I was. So I I agree with you. Um, So actually, that leads very nicely into our next question, which is, what would you say are the dominant feelings you have about our shared past like uh, we're still on this topic of school so but, but feel free to open it up if you want um how do you feel in general about how your school life went and as an adult what are the kind of like if you ever sit down to think about it what are the dominant feelings that come up and piyush you go first on this one
2: obviously it has to piyush has to leave this one
1: prefect somehow the yeah since you brought it up somehow the tag of the head boy actually is stayed I don't feel like the prefect anymore but people from the past still call me the prefect and you know they they expect me to behave a certain way so I have received comments where you know I have a beard or now I have a tattoo I have a piercing and they were like you're the prefect you're not expected to behave like that and I'm like, I was the prefect ten years ago. I mean, that boat has sailed, probably sunk, <laughs> long back. Uh, and I mean, somehow the tag stays because even this um, clamor of reunion, because the batch has not really reunited in ten. God years no, years please ago. no, please
0: no, no fucking reunion.
1: <laughs> so I've had uh, my uh, batchmates like telling me asking me to lead the way and i am like and this is like two years after we passed and i was like i'm we, done
2: we did try i mean i, I know Piyush, we, we tried there was hard work but i don't think the momentum was there i i mean for i mean to appreciate you you did try to put things together at one point
1: uh, yeah that was more yeah that, that was the idea in fact uh, if i might deviate i did bring up this idea of an online fest a couple of years back and uh, I did not expect people to respond. I've got messages from people who've passed out and they're like, we will, you know, uh, give you tech support. You know, you tell us we'll start coding from now. So I had to tell them that it, it was meant as a nostalgic thing, but you guys are taking it too seriously. In some way, I think it meant a lot to them. <laughs> yeah. So the dominant feelings uh, coming back to that. So, uh, one is of this, uh, Tag of the prefect, which I think in yeah. my head it was over, maybe a couple of years after I passed out, but it still keeps coming back. I have birthday wishes where people call me the prefect still. It's it's unique now. Like I,
0: you would think that that wouldn't matter as people grew older, but some like some people are stuck to that. And does it bother you or is it still like oh? Okay. I I let
2: let me interject by saying I, even I am one of those people. I don't miss a chance to call him <laughs> prefect, right, You can attest to that. I think I'm okay with you calling me.
0: Yeah, Amir was fake. part of your team. He was one of your yeah, yeah, yeah. one yeah, of your yeah. captains.
1: Yeah, it does not bother me. It's like a happy Yeah, it's a, okay, that's that's true. Ah, <laughs> but yeah, but then they attribute these other adjectives and ways of you know conducting right. yourself. So that is yeah. a little where people start thinking, oh you should still behave like that. Yeah, that's yeah, like, I should still like have a clean, Yeah, please back off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Amir, what about you?
2: Um, I, I'll, I'll relate the answer to this to, you know, I mentioned, I, I met one of my, one of my juniors now, who is a colleague, so in my current company, uh, Sohan Ahmed, I, I don't exactly know which batch he's in, but he's maybe jun- two, three years junior to us. I, I saw him when I was introducing myself to the new team um, in the company, and he happened to be um, somebody already there. So he's senior to me in the company. Uh, so when he when i touched base with him right um that hey i think i've i remember your name and and he was like oh of course yeah I, I also do remember you and then when we started talking to each other he did mention an incident where um, you know how we we used to be um standing in the hallway and and just maintain a little discipline and check stuff or something right so I don't know, I did something and I caught either him or one of his friends of the group. I don't know what I was doing, but maybe just maintaining discipline that. Time. So that is the memory he had. And I think that's that's quite a bridging memory that many other people might have, right, who we don't directly talk to. But that's how they probably visualize us from school, just because we had a little more visibility, I would say, than than the others.
0: You had mentioned this story to me when we had... I had? A few months ago, yeah.
2: Oh,
0: okay. Uh, so, Piyush, like, Amir and I met, and we sort of reconnected in September last year, I, around that time, August or September, and we got breakfast, and we had a, had one of my patented conversations, you know, the ones that last two hours. Um, <laughs> but he mentioned this. And, yeah, like, I think at the time we had said, like, the weirdest things people hold on to
2: uh, uh, yeah I think that was the uh, yeah I think that was what you were
0: I'm, I'm, I'm assuming because that was probably his only experience with you I think so
2: yeah I think so. so I think his, that, that
0: his his worldview of you would be informed entirely by that one incident where you sort of disciplined him
2: yeah I I, I get that I get that but but my immediate reaction to him uh, on this because you know I think this is a part of what we are trying to do today but from then to now, a decade has passed right or more uh, so i i did tell him you know that, that
0: yeah please move that, on you
2: no know, i mean i told him yeah that that, that boat has sailed
0: <laughs> so
2: i mean it was nice i mean it was also a good uh, conversational icebreaker for me to start start the topic but i think this is what i remember a lot from school my dominant feelings to answer your question would be like a place of initial belonging i i can really relate to it uh, that's like, if you put that one, you know, the, the, the photo of that building, right. Um, in front of, uh, you know, my face, I think I'll, I'll, I'll remember there'll be some memories coming all the time. And I think just some core values that, uh, that I picked up at school, which I hold on to, I think, I think school has played a big part in that initial, initial character formation, I would say for me and most of us. That's, that's cool
0: because I'm glad you said like that place of belonging. So I've told you both that the reason I wanted to do this, have this discussion was because I don't feel that way. Right. For me, um, I look at my high school life, unfortunately, as the, the worst period of my life and it has gotten better in college and then beyond that. But I do agree with you as far as certain values. So I feel like Agra. So, Abha,
2: may may I interject just to understand it better? Yeah, when sure. you say when you say it was a downtime for you that that you know, high school life was mm-hmm. it due to like um, academics or something else? Just so that I get perspective, because at that age, I think <laughs> academics also used to be a big deal deal breaker for us, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it it took a long time for me to understand what the issue was, but. Thank, thanks to therapy, uh, everybody should get therapy, uh, but thanks to therapy, I've understood that um, what the issue was, it right, was that up until class five or so, I was kind of universally loved as far as like, you know, everyone in my family was like, oh, this super, like so much potential, so intelligent and such an energetic child. And, you know, my parents were happy and everybody was happy. I was happy. And then when you make that transition from class five to class six, you enter middle school and high school, like, you know, your grades suddenly drop. And from there, I saw a lot of that love disappear and it became conditional. And, um, you know, I was confused as to why is this happening? I don't know what's going wrong. Like, why is my why are my parents suddenly unhappy with me? and why am i suddenly hearing a lot more uh, from like from school and from figures of authority why am i hearing a lot more of you are wrong for doing x y z you should be better right alongside that i feel like a lot of um, friendships suddenly evolved so i was friends with somebody i was actually very close friends with somebody uh, up until class five, and then suddenly in class six, they suddenly don't like me, and I'm like, "What is happening?" Like um, H R, his initials are. Um, if you can, <laughs> if you can connect. Um, but yeah, like I'll edit it out. I mean, I'll I'll edit it out. But yeah, like suddenly. He, he's mocking me and he's antagonistic and he's hanging out with other people I'm like what happened what changed and it was such a dissociating time for me like I, I didn't really know what was going on and so there was a lot of feeling of helplessness and powerlessness when I was in high school which changed over time and now I feel like I'm in so much so much of a better place so but I don't look back at it uh, unfavorably I just look at it like, okay, what are the problems I picked up? Let me fix them. But uh, mentioning the values that you mentioned, Amir, I think punctuality. Were all three of us members of LTS? Yeah. Um, like
1: all,
0: yeah. All, wow, all three of us were members yeah. of LTS. Yeah. Leadership yeah. training service is apparently, apparently a national yeah. movement.
1: I've yeah. never
0: heard of it since. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I like... Think I I remember think remember. It, Far- Father got, John
2: Rogers is who I remember.
1: I remember Mrs. Nair as the head. Of
2: course, Mrs. Nair was spearheading it
1: uh, within hours. I think she, after she moved to interact, at least in DBPC, the LTS movement just probably died.
2: I, I think it was spearheaded by her, right? So I think yeah, that's where the energy was.
0: But anyway, like, so I was a member of LTS throughout from class 8 to class 12. So from when it was eligible. So the punctuality thing, I still remember her saying, LTSs don't arrive on time. LTSs arrive five minutes before time. I still remember. It.
2: I I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't remember this, but the way you said it, it just reminded me of
0: uh, Mr. Right. <laughs> yeah. So she had a, she a very this. unique cadence, but that stuck with me. I still. I I have become a lot more forgiving with myself about being late. I was I was fifteen minutes late for this podcast, but um, but yeah, it stuck with me, and I try to be. Punctual, I think it's nice to be punctual. It's a, it's a good um, value to have as an adult, right? And uh, so yeah. there are, and there are other values. Uh, would either of you have particular values that you want to mention that you picked up in school and how that translates? So,
2: so one, one, since you mentioned punctuality, right? I'll tell you what uh, helped me be be punctual as well in general, and I think uh, <laughs> I, I, I have the tag of just wanting to be all the time on time and causing external pressure to you know, my family, my wife, uh she doesn't like my punctuality that much. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, um I think I don't remember any one father. I think all all, all the fathers, right? When they used to but I think it was Father Sibi particularly who who had given that arithmetic calculation that stuck in my head. That if oh, you it, are uh, five minutes oh God. That, that, you
0: remember that right? You all bad,
2: remember? Yeah. <laughs> so if, if you're
1: I'm
2: five minutes
0: late it's five minutes it's...
2: Yeah, multiplied by everybody who was there.
0: <laughs> so at the time, it made no sense money. to anybody. So uh, just for yeah, just for the listener, um, the quote was: "If one person is late by five minutes, five minutes wasted. If uh, a thousand students are or three thousand students are late by five minutes, that's fifteen thousand minutes wasted." Which right. made no sense at the time for me because it was like, <laughs> no, it's the same five minutes for everybody. It's only five minutes wasted now that I've entered corporate culture and I understand the concept of manners, I understand what he meant. Yeah. Uh, but go ahead, Amir. Sorry, I interrupted you.
2: No, no, no. I interrupted you. I mean, that was for punctuality because you said punctuality just brought that memory up. So, yeah. back
1: to I you. mean,
0: I, I feel like it's uh, it, it was wrong of him to uh, put the concept of manners on students, but whatever. <laughs> it's a good... Uh, <laughs>
1: It is a good value to have. Uh, Piyush, any particular values you want to highlight that you picked up from school? Uh, so there was one incident, probably the last year of school. And uh, so there was, we had a new vice principal, Father Joe's. And I met him b- much before the summer holidays had uh, ended. So he just called me over just to chat. And the first thing in his office is he offered me, the first thing he said, he wished me and he offered me to sit. So that's one value that, uh, that was something very unique at that time yeah I, I immediately I'm surprised so go ahead yeah. when that happened I mean i I mean somehow now I mean now I realize that you know how he treated you as an equal yeah. although he was the vice principal you are a student even if you're the prefect doesn't matter but he gave yes, you yes. that uh, that equality status so that is something that has stuck with me and uh, now more so I mean because in my institute we call everybody by their names so there is no tag of sir madam D, D, yeah as an
0: adult you learn that very quickly like yeah
1: so uh, I mean, in retrospect, I realized that is something that stuck with me. Yeah, that's a and great thing To uh, add to something which Amit said about visibility. So if I could go back, maybe because we were so visible, I, I feel that I sh- could have made more friends. So I had a very select few friends in school. Hmm. And this I realized probably a much later that maybe if I was not so visible, I would have made uh, more number and more solid friendships maybe.
2: Yeah, in a way, think about it. Your your time is being divided with multiple activities and people. If yeah. you would not have been doing those things, probably you could have interacted more with a few people. But I
0: think... Even the time you spent as an officer, you you would have picked up yeah. other things that you would not in that case. Yeah, right. exactly.
1: So uh, now, uh, since you mentioned this, so uh, post-school, I have become very good friends with some of my juniors, batchmates, mm-hmm. seniors also. So probably that visibility helped to connect with them better once you're yeah. out of school.
2: Yeah, definitely. You did mention, right, that some people still relate to you as prefect or in in years. that 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 means that the visibility is like too high. <laughs> it's yeah, good. Like yeah. who would you would actually
0: were... imagine that a school role actually translates
1: into a, a recognizable factor, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think till two years back, I still had dreams about school. I don't know. There was there was no weird I, dreams. I still have them. Those are nightmares I have. <laughs> those are not nightmares. I mean, no,
0: no, you're those are weird
1: dreams probably <laughs> missing the place a lot. So, I have dreams of you know, you're standing in the assembly line, and there is this uh, what was that morning school? Not the prayer, the thing we used to write, right? Uh, it was part of moral science project. I
2: Oh, the, the moral anecdotes, right? We used yeah, to yeah, compile the yeah, yeah. summary.
0: Can, no. can the listener tell we went to a Christian convent school? I think they can. <laughs>
1: Moral science (laughs) writing down, what is this? (laughs) It was some uh, morning assembly talks or something. We had a project uh, as part of the moral science grading system. Yeah, no recollection of this. I I have have those projects at home.
2: I have recollection, but I can't find the what what was the exact title or the name. But I think it was assembly talks
1: or something. Talks, I, don't I have nightmares about the rough draft and the fair draft. I'm oh sure. God! It was such a waste of time. Of, of history all, pro- yeah.
0: I had such a of history, all projects. history project school. Uh, my history project fiasco. Do you want to hear? Isn't yeah. It? So this happened in class eight, I think, uh, when we were doing a history project, and the first time the rough draft idea was presented. Right. And none of us knew what a rough draft was. We didn't understand the meaning of the word draft. And we were called on a holiday (laughs) to present it to the teacher. The teacher who was was famous at the time for being super like strict. Um, And I had nothing. I had a piece of a few, I had a piece of paper with a few words scribbled on it. And I came to the school gate and there were a couple of people who were talking about, uh, uh, you know, people are being shouted at and being punished for not having anything and so i didn't go up to her and i went back and then on the day where we were supposed to copy that draft into the final one which was such a massive waste of time
1: it uh, was
2: it was so many man hours wasted right
0: so many man hours wasted you know multiply so that it was a each. good exercise
1: in getting everything uh-huh. together but the <laughs> point of writing it out and writing it twice was yeah. But anyway, so on the day that we are supposed to copy it. So a
0: full school day has been dedicated to copying our draft into uh, the thing. <laughs> and now suddenly students are being pulled out of class for not coming on the holiday and submitting the rough draft. So obviously I get pulled. Um, and Father John, um, I I gave him a white lie. I said, instead of saying I did not come, Instead of saying I did not go upstairs, I came but did not go upstairs, I said I did not come. Functionally, there is no difference. right? Ultimately, I did not submit. But one of the other two students who was there with me who saw me that day ratted me out. And he mentioned it to him. And Father John called me back and he shouted at me. So you were there. And like I started crying. And he said something which I'll never forget. He said, maybe you shouldn't be here. He said, maybe you shouldn't be here. And he sent me back. He didn't mean anything by it. To my student brain, that was like, oh, I'm going to get expelled. Mm. And so I went home. And the, uh, the the stress of that was so high that by six o'clock in the evening, I started to have a really, really severe like, stomach ache with acid reflux and everything and it didn't go away until I talked to my parents. I was expecting my parents to be, you know, disciplinarian about it. Credit to them. They were very nice. My my dad was very nice about it. So I mentioned the whole thing to him. He said, what's the worst that will happen? They'll call me, right, to talk to me. I'll talk to them. Don't worry. Never expected that kindness from my dad, but immediately it made me feel better. But because of that incident for, I think, six to eight years after I just changed my uh, the way I talk to be 100% honest. Just 100% honest. Does not matter what the reason is. I will not lie. Uh, and it's only within the last like two three years, as I become a leader myself in different groups, I've realized okay no, it's okay to like lies of comfort, lies of permission lies of boundaries they are fine but it traumatized me for like years and years and years I've given so many training sessions to people talking about honesty and I've given the same story there within Toastmasters um, but that's something that stuck with me as a value honesty
1: mm.
0: yeah so Christian Convent School very, uh, very disciplinarian we don't need to do the next question because we've already answered it so we're now moving into general uh, topic, a general nostalgia. So, moving on from school, uh, this is more about your time. Now, none of us live in Calcutta anymore. Uh, I live in Bangalore, Amir is in Bangalore, Piyush is in Hyderabad at the moment. The first general topic is Do you feel like it is important to be in touch with your past, to have roots? Um, and I'll answer very briefly. But I, I don't feel connected to Calcutta anymore because I have a lot of negative memory there, like not just school, but also like family and other, other drama and bullshit. Don't, don't worry about it. But I don't feel connected to Calcutta. I moved to Bangalore in 2011. And since then, Bangalore has been more my home. And now I'm looking to move somewhere else. Do you feel like uh, for you, it is important to be to have some sort of foundation? Amr.
2: Uh Yes, absolutely. I mean, I come from the um, mindset that it's very important to always remember any kind of your roots, you know you you, you you keep meeting new people, you keep doing something, something that you started, but you couldn't finish anything. It can be anything but connected to your past. So I as I have grown, I have tended to value that more. School definitely being one of them, as I have already mentioned. even even people in Calcutta right now that you know most of my close family members, you know they, they are they are still in Calcutta so i don't see calcutta as just another location i'm going back to i see it going back to the people whom i want to go back to right, right.
0: so there is
2: that 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 feeling that drives me and actually um, growing professionally um, after calcutta i went to dehradun so i you know there was a part of me that is also residing there and then i even switched my job before i came here to bangalore i, I my first job was in pune and then i moved here to bangalore So I think as I am doing all this, I do tend to remember the institutions as such, but more I remember the people and, and as we grow as adults, right. We see that people are fluid. People keep moving here and there, right? Mm -hmm. So I think the people is who I remember more. The institution is there in the background to, you know, hold that memory in a basket of sorts. So. That, that's how my, that's how I, I am currently evolving as an
1: adult, I would say with those memories.
0: Nice. Abiyush, uh,
1: you want to carry on from that? So, uh, yeah, when I was living in Calcutta, I mean, in school life, I did not pay much heed to, you know, whether it matters or not. And then I moved to Bangalore and because that was the first city I lived on my own, it has a special place. And whenever I keep going to Bangalore, I, I feel connected more to the city than to people because most of the people are not there whom I knew then. <laughs> uh, then I was in Pune. So after Pune, after my master's, when I came back to Calcutta, I reconnected with the city and the people in a very different way. Hmm. because by that time I mean family and relatives were there but I was like looking for people beyond that because most Mm -hmm. of the school uh, known people from school life or you know tuition life were no longer a part of the city so then I connected with the city and I I made new friends and they showed me parts of Calcutta its culture that you're not to an extent that probably no I wouldn't have seen otherwise yeah yeah so I agree with Amir when he says people, but also places. Uh, I I would not rather distinguish between the two because even in the other cities that I've lived in, I mean, I keep going back to those places where we created memories with people, whether Hmm. you meet them or some other people there, it's fine. But yeah, it's the, it's a mix of both. So
2: I'll, 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 I'll ask you a question. When you're going to these places, are you remembering the memories that you made with those people?
1: yeah yeah i do i do in fact uh, give us an example uh, don't be vague recently i was in bangalore and i was on church street and there was this uh, old restaurant called queen's restaurant ah. uh, i had been uh, it was it was my first year in bangalore and I, had, I i had a tuition friend who was there and we had gone to uh, this street, and we had done something, something new. I, I, I can't say. Maybe I can say it. You can edit it out. So I'd had chicken and beer for the first time with her. Oh
0: no! What a sin! It, chicken it, and beer oh,
1: and a cigarette. Oh what? And yeah, yeah. <laughs> you actually want me to edit this out? Uh, <laughs> probably you should. <laughs> it it bears- I mean, people, people who are very close to me know all of this. If there are other people here, bed, and, don't worry. They're not going to listen to this
0: podcast. I'm not going to edit that out. It bears. It, it is important okay. to say like we are uh, we are non- Bengalis from Calcutta
1: right
0: uh, all of us but Amir like yeah, yeah. meat has been a part of your life I think from the beginning
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, should, I are Hindu so for us it is not so okay.
1: I am anyways let's not go there yeah, so I I'm- was there recently and I just took a picture of that that restaurant doesn't exist but the board or whatever it's written on the wall exists so no. I just took a picture and I sent it to this friend Neha. And then we had a debate on, you know, I was like, you know, you remember we smoked a cigarette right outside this. We ate chicken in this restaurant. and But then she was correcting me. I was like, no, no, how can this be? I cannot forget this. Like, I remember this exact spot. Mm-hmm. So, again, it is the place, but the place associated with people you've been with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would be interested in reconnecting
0: with Calcutta's culture because I actually do. I love the culture of the city. I guess for me, there's just like, I get trauma (laughs) there, um, especially with family and stuff. So, but yeah, like the few times I've gone back to Calcutta and been able to be away from the trauma, it's been nice to explore. So I, I had never been to Arsalan Biryani, for example, while I was in school and I got to experience that as an adult I'm like, oh, okay. I can see why everybody loves this. Right? It, it was really good. Like, I was used to Hyderabadi biryani, which comes with the raita and a salan. And then I was in, then in front of me was placed this plate of yellow rice with an egg and, uh, aloo. and a piece of aloo <laughs> <laughs> and nothing else. I'm like, this is dry. How do I eat this? My dad's like, just go ahead. I'm like, okay. And I started eating it and I was enjoying it so much. I just finished it. And I'm like, oh, I didn't need any raita or anything. And I appreciated what Calcutta biryani is. Um,
2: I am so happy to hear that because I keep having those debates in a, wherever I go about you know which biryani is the best some people will not understand that Kolkata biryani is the best but it's I okay. don't know
0: about the best but it definitely has value it's very nice and people should eat it I'm trying yes. to move away from biryani in general just because it, it makes me feel really sleepy afterwards. biryani is a dish that you you don't understand that you're overeating and so like <laughs> unless you eat really slow you should kind of avoid having biryani just for your health, but
2: <laughs> so, 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 for me, the measure of biryani has been that, that, you know, one plate of that Arsalan biryani ka uska box, right? Like what's the size of that box? That is that one portion. And but then if you're feeling like portion, having more, right? then it go one
1: and a half.
0: But yeah, That's a huge portion, right? Imagine like in your regular life eating that much on a daily basis
1: but I, I see people here having business. that big bowl of biryani and then just going about their work i, I mean don't know how to do it kudos to them i feel so sleepy after <laughs> <laughs> heavy rice eaters we are not rice eaters probably no.
2: no so this is something from my uh, from my personal life like i i i was not one of the most uh, healthiest i would say in school and even in university i think right now i've become a little bit okay on the weight side but no,
0: still very slim but okay
2: <laughs> yeah okay but but imagine even lesser right in school yeah. so yeah. so that time uh, i did not have any problem uh, jugging down one box of biryani all the time right and 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 my, and my parents were really surprised because you know it doesn't have to ha- eat eat a lot and but when there is biryani he'll eat the entire thing like a giant so i think that stayed
1: i have a story can i share go ahead yeah so this Amir said, right, we used to think he doesn't eat much until uh, we went to his home, Sagar and myself, on uh, 14th of February, 2011, just the day of the physics practical exam. So he had called us home and his mom had pre- uh, prepared really good food. And uh, he, uh, actually Amir ate more than us. And that day, after so many years of knowing each other, we realized that he can eat
0: He just likes his awesome. particular foods.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs>
0: okay uh moving on to the next one uh this is a little confusing in the way i worded it how do you feel when something comes up and you see how you've changed and it has changed since so um basically like if you've met somebody and you've seen how they've changed but also how you've changed as a person like do you have any example
1: stories takeaways from that sort of thing very specific example which keeps coming back to me. Mm-hmm. So, I you can call it conditioning the way you grow up. So, uh, I had this habit of you know if a woman, be it my mother, my sister, if their bra show the bra strap shows up, you know mm-hmm. you always had this protective nature to tell them and you know that is yeah please it. cover it up yeah please cover it up. So that stayed with me for quite some long until I met somebody and I just out of courtesy, I pointed it out to her and she hit it back at me saying that your vest is also showing up. Why mm. don't you hide it? And I was like, Oh my God, I was so wrong about, I mean, it was unnecessary on my part and most of us do it. I mean, you know, it's just, yeah, I mean, listen, we, we grew up yeah. in a conservative. Exactly. Yeah. So I was in a gender workshop and this, I, I always give this example and you know, that's, mm-hmm. I, I that's one way of looking at how you change. Right. So very specific example, but yeah, that's, that's
0: nice. Good. It's very nice, Amr. You have something like that?
1: Um,
2: not. I mean, it's the same one, right? When 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 I met my now colleague Sohan, and he reminded me of how I used to be at that time, like very discipline disciplinarian myself, mm-hmm. and wanting to you know have have everything done fine. I still am a little bit of a perfectionist right now. I try to do that, but I think I've become much more easygoing than I was before. So I noticed that change in myself and uh, and I see I've become a little more flexible um, in in my dealing. So I think that's a good change I see. Uh, I don't know if there's a bad change yet, but I remember a good change.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think in general, we've been fortunate and privileged to have just mostly trended upwards since coming out of school. Uh, There are people sometimes who, Peak in high school and then the rest of their life is average. Uh, we've been fortunate to keep climbing up. Uh, I can't think of any particular examples right now, which is strange. But how have I changed or something? I'll come back to it if I think of something. Uh, I mean, your hair
1: color keeps changing, which is nice.
0: Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually, I would say I used to be. I I thought I was very lawful as a person like okay here are the rules let's follow the rules um and i used to trust that the rules are correct that's the big thing whereas now i have become a lot more chaotic in the sense of questioning the rules if the rules are correct i'll still follow them but if i feel if, if if i feel like the rules are not correct then i will not follow them so i think that and that is a a, a sort of a confidence or a trust in myself that i have inculcated over time i have been able to but yeah, like hair color is just a small example of it. Right now, it's
2: uh, I, pink. And I, 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 I want to add something here, if I may. I mean, I didn't know you very closely when we were in school, except for some odd, you know, here and there memories of your group, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but may, maybe you were courageous all the time even before, but I didn't know it. But I think this, what you call as a small act like of this color that you portrait. I, I think it's quite courageous. Um, I agree with and, that. And, and I, I don't know whether you were always courageous. Maybe you were in school and just I didn't see that side of you. But this is what I this is what I notice Yeah.
0: Thank you. Um. I will accept your compliment. For me, this is not courage. It's more like it was it started as an experiment and I had a moment of revelation for me. It made me feel It made me feel comfortable in a way that I did not know I could feel comfortable. It made me feel like myself for lack of a better, better definition. And so from that, it was like, okay, this makes me feel like myself. It makes me feel good. What, what are the problems it comes with? Okay. People are going to stare. People are going to make comments. That's okay. I can deal with that. And I dealt with it uh so for me i don't look at it as courage but i can see why from your perspective or from anybody's perspective it looked like courage
2: i i, but I is like, that is that evolution i mean do you think that has been an evolution for you f- from the way you were in school to this like the spirit yeah, of
0: inquiry yeah no, the spirit of inquiry was always there i would say the ability willingness and resources to experiment has mm, increased okay, a lot more which Makes happens sense. as an adult right i love being an adult I I hear people say you know I, I wish we could go back to school and we could be young again and I understand why they say that because freedom from responsibility and I Amir, mean, I said this exact thing to you again when we met <laughs> I love the agency of being an adult I love being able to you know have my own space have my own boundaries and face the consequences of my own decisions as long as I am making my own decisions I, I love it and so I I don't want to Go back to being a child, and and this is, this was a decision I made, and I'm dealing with the consequences of it. It's nice.
1: Um, I actually, uh, yeah, I used to think that you know I came from a mentality where I was like, uh, you know, I am independent. I I should be able to do you know all the things possible. And I think years ago in Pune, I, I was at Amir's place, and he said something which stuck with me. It's Like if you oh, what did need help, just reach out for it. Something on those lines. uh uh-huh. Where I I may not Ah, know it about him, but something he said where you know if you if you need help, just ask for it. You know, there's no there's
2: there's no harm in asking if you need if you need if you need something, then you should ask for it. That's what I spoke to him about. Yeah, so that's something which trickled down to me from my sister, though.
1: Wow, so okay, credits to her then. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but that stayed with me, and I think over the years I've. You know, I've realized that it's not possible for one person to you know, do all the things. So it's, it's nice to collaborate more mm-hmm. so in research.
0: I still haven't realized that. So I try to do everything myself, but
1: <laughs> my boss keeps know. saying that you cannot do everything. I, I don't, I am like, I don't know coding at all. Hmm. And a lot of my work requires a lot of automation. So I was trying this plugin and at one point I think he just got frustrated. He was like, you take one more year to just perfect this plugin or the code and then forget about your paper and PhD. And I just laughed and I'm like, okay, that's not a solution. And he was like, okay, whatever it gives you, just go ahead with it. Yeah, so slowly just you know, trying to change
0: this. I think that's fair. Uh, we'll make a hard switch to the next topic, uh, which is outside of school what elements of your life can you technically categorize as your past? What do you think uh, was something that was very important to your life, but no longer is? Or even the inverse, something that was not important to you at the time, but now suddenly is?
2: I have a third category. It was important to me while I was doing it and it still, I feel it's, it still continues to be important to me in in, in ways. And, and for me, that it's quite easy for me to categorize. After school, I went to university Mm -hmm. in Dehradun. So that's another part of my uh, past experience where I changed a little more than I did in in school. And then my first job, um, living as an adult for the first time alone, getting over my fear of the darkness at night lol, um, and many other things like that. But that's like part one of my journey. And when I come here, it's my second company. I think I have um, gone through all those past experiences so that's what I that's that's what are the areas of my past
1: okay Piyush, I think I had a tough time letting go people mm-hmm. things uh, but I think right now now it's no longer it's I feel it's okay to let go sometimes
0: I, I feel like this is a bad question I asked because even I'm now thinking of it and like eh, who cares who cares but mm-hmm. so I, I'll give a funny answer uh, or a shocking answer depending on how you see it so um, I think it was only up till recently that I was still having nightmares of school nightmares so uh, I, I have had recurring nightmares for a long time about school college a mixture of it um, all the things that are associated with shame so me being naked in the school environment me being, uh, being surrounded by people laughing at me or me being in a position where I'm not able to do something that is expected of me. These are nightmares that I was regularly having. And recently, I had one about Oracle, my first job. So I'm hoping that that is a sign that I've moved on from school and college nightmares and now I've come to adult nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see, if I, if I get another school nightmare at some point in the future, which is very likely, uh, I'll let you know. <laughs> But this is yes. a bad question. This is a bad question. Uh the next question. Not not, not so much. I mean,
1: I, I don't know. Thinking maybe you were expected to behave in a certain way that people around you thought was right. I mean, uh,
0: yeah, I really I don't mean, care, right? Yeah, now. I get that. I, yeah, I, I'll say this to sort of generalize what you just said, the expectation, a very, a very uh, defined expectation of behavior right doesn't i I don't want to say harsh or easy but very specific and for me that is a part of my past yes i agree that learning that there is more than one way to live right and that for me was came from college and i'm assuming for you also for both of you like when you went to dehradun and when you came to saint joseph's in bangalore uh meeting somebody from another culture oh
2: okay
0: right for me it's the same thing. by the way Amir you know he was in joseph I was in Christ same time, and we never met yeah, once, but... not in did three we... years
1: eh? you and I have never met physically Piyush. we After... have in, in in south this thing. south city mall did we in calcutta once i think was it's okay. It, it, it may not have been that eventful. It's okay. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> We've not met in Bangalore. That is sad. You lived with Pranav, right, that
0: time? Or- for a company that was in my adult life. Pranav and I lived together 2016, 17, and now he's in London.
2: But, but, but for some reason, Abhi, I'm getting this memory that perhaps Piyush was the one who told me that Weber was in Bangalore, and I could, I don't know, connect with you. I don't remember, but if that's what the source of it was.
0: Maybe there were a few people in Bangalore for college. So Swarov Kundu was here, Rikarna was here, Jason, Jason was here. Jason, Jason I did not meet. So Humpal is still here. Uh, I don't know if he's in Galapagos. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's also a nice. PhD, also a PhD, PhD student, also yeah. suffering the same as you. Banging his head, like <laughs>
1: why why are I there? actually met Ronak Kasera once or twice. How is Africa. he? He seems to have thrived after. School. He now is in Stanford, I yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: He's just He's killing Stanford. it. Yeah. Yeah. He worked at Microsoft, then went to Stanford.
0: Uh, Facebook, right? He read... no Microsoft. Right? He was Microsoft. Microsoft.
1: Yeah, he was
2: Microsoft, I think. Yeah. I think I I I, I, I particularly uh, just think about these three people, Ronak, Ayush, and uh Supratin from school.
0: Yeah. Supratim they became...
2: they're doing us very proud, I guess. Yeah.
0: What was I saying? Shit. You're saying something.
2: You are remembering college. I mean, school, Schoolmates. mates.
0: Ronak Kasera, right? So, you know, in school, I knew he was a gifted person. But I never realized just how gifted he is. And then when he became one of the standouts of the batch, I mean, what does that matter anyway? But the, the fact that he became one of the standouts of the batch, I'm like, huh, that's well deserved. I didn't know why I thought it was well-deserved, but I knew he, it was well-deserved because he, he works really hard. Anyway, uh, moving on to the next question and you can be measured with your response to this one. We have three left. How has your relationship with your family evolved as you've grown older? Should I go first on this?
1: Just it's so it can... actually become more... I am fortunate to have parents who are very understanding mm-hmm. and they've never... I mean, I, I'm very glad that you know, most of the times parents forget to, what do you say, grow as parents. They still treat their children as children. children but, yes. but my my parents are very glad and very happy that they have grown as parents as well. And, you know, now our relationship is of kind of like peers. I mean, yeah. I do ask them for guidance and advice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they let me and my sister both live our lives. But I mean, they might give just give guidance, but they don't interfere unnecessarily. So I really, really appreciate about that about them. I am very fortunate.
0: I'm very happy to hear that because my situation has been the same. So as I've grown older, I've been very fortunate that my parents have also grown with me, and they've become more liberal as they've aged. I didn't realize how conservative my family is.
1: Very conservative. Uh, I realized it when I talked to my cousins. I'm yeah, like, no, my mommy, papa, hai. I'm like so happy. <laughs> and so, like seeing my parents evolve.
0: Uh, and we are, the four of us, my sister and I and my parents, we are now working as a team, which is so nice. So, like, I, I don't go to them as much for guidance. But, yeah, that the fact that we're able to have conversations as adults, figure out a plan together, compromise for each other, it's amazing. Amir, for you?
2: Yeah. Uh, for me, I think uh, the way life has panned out... Um, When I was young and in school, I didn't have my father with me all the time because he was working abroad in Dubai at that time. And he used to visit us for a small time every year.
0: Right.
2: So I I, and and my mom also she used to be quite different in in the fact that she's managing me, my sister and also managing her husband at that time. Now that I'm married, I can relate to to those challenges, how they Mm -hmm. they may have faced it. So I think for me, how I I have evolved is uh, I've become more communicative with them. I think at that time, when I was young, maybe I was not communicative, or, I mean, there was not so much to communicate about, right, like do this, study this or whatever. <laughs> um, but one thing, and I know you asked me to be measured in the response, but I you think it's be as
0: open good. as you want. Yeah.
2: This is quite important, I would say, in a way, and I, I will not take names, but um, I think my parents from a very small age taught me a lot about inclusion and diversity and, you know, in corporate life, we hear about all this all the time, right.
0: At Operate life is more that. lip service, I feel. But sure, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I mean, we, we we do hear that. Okay, this is what how it's supposed to be, and, I, and but I think that's ingrained to me as I was growing up. Right. Um, and not only not only the, you know, I I find the positives here which I am sharing with you that this is what happened in my house, and you know, uh, coming from a Muslim family, a little bit conservative. And you know how we have evolved over the years right this is a still an ever-ending debate in many parts of um, our city or whatever but
1: hmm.
2: I have been very fortunate you know Piyush and I we met for the first time because I, I don't know he had come to my house and
1: stuff um, you took I my think... computer science uh, notebook <laughs> I, 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 there was an exam the next day I had to rush because I had nothing else to study from
2: yeah it was so,
1: fifth standard I think yeah
2: yeah so that so <laughs> you, okay go I, ahead. I, these are positives, but I, I'll, I'll bring a, bring out a negative here. Um, mm-hmm. So one of my good friends in school, um, similar to what you mentioned, Weber, but you know, we fl- flickered away after a while and I guess it's due to some some issues. So I think I went to his house for the first time, maybe some celebration or something. And uh, as I was uh, as I was there, um, I met one of his cousin sisters, maybe um, who was a little into more than in the teenage years. And, you know, for, for us, it would be like a, a mini adult, right? At that time, I somebody uh, and, and the wife that I got from her, I, I I I translated in my head because it stuck with me all the time is, uh, oh, oh, so he's Muslim and 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 her behavior towards me changed. And that's the first time I felt, you know, discriminated. And 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 I can relate to it now because, you know, now I'm vocal. Now I have people whom I can support. Um, just like just like you were mentioning the school story, right? When you were small and that one word, you thought your entire life was that few yeah. steps, short. Feet. So so my parents have never had let that happen to me. I mean that's what's a good thing. I believe even being apart and you know managing our life in some way or the other, I think that's something which is quite nice. I mean I I look at that as a very important highlight of my uh, development. Yeah,
0: that reminded me. I actually remember now when I was in school I went out of my way to talk to you and Mustafa and Yusuf specifically mm. because you were Muslim and because you are different from me and I made it a point okay I want to talk to them nicely because I wanted wow. to understand uh, just wanted to understand rather I just wanted to learn right so I remember But but I'm really happy that you mentioned that you know your family has been open-minded and has again like
2: and, and so has yours so to to make may make you come forth i mean that's quite nice to know that
0: <laughs> yeah and the i mean i don't i think i picked that up from my mother my father is still to some extent he has his biases though he's been he's also grown as a person uh but yeah like the whole inclusion thing i i don't know why it, where it became important to me generally i'm very articulate articulate about where I picked up certain values but the whole inclusion thing to me is just something that has been part of my life and I had to unlearn and I'm still unlearning you know certain class issues, caste issues, uh, LGBTQ, supporting that is like comes supernaturally to me. I was also bullied a little bit. I was bullied a little bit about being gay when I was uh, in school and I'm I wasn't, and i I don't think I am
1: I haven't explored no,
2: but the, at that age, I mean,
1: yeah, at that I age it was very much things. like a I was yeah. called Sissy by my cousins, but yeah, thankfully, my parents never hmm. no, really it was a fellow it was a fellow classmate
0: who who just picked 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 up oh, web of your gay right I'm like no, and so yeah, whatever um uh, mm, can understand i like why are you saying this? I'm not. But okay. Uh, But
2: at that time, people don't have, I mean, at that age, I don't think any of us had an entire
0: thing what this whole spectrum of things is right now. I mean, it's something that I might think about later in life. I might, uh, if I move away from India, I might try and explore and understand that whether I'm straight or gay or bisexual. Like I've had relationships, I've had straight relationships only. So, but I'm open to exploring and understanding. So maybe I am gay and maybe he just had, or maybe I am bisexual and he just had an amazing insight into, into me.
2: I think that's a good way of end. that's a good way of remembering it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I remember not being insulted by it, uh, but I'm like, why is he saying this? So I guess it was an inclus inclusory thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 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 idea of oh this isn't wrong what he's saying was there from the beginning and I don't know where that came from. Anyway, um, so the question we were answering was how has your relationship with your family evolved? The next question is what does it mean for you to start a family of your own? So Amir, you are married, Piyush, you're not, right? And I'm not. So Amir is the only person who's kind of started a family, uh, but nevertheless, I would love to get each of our perspectives on this. And Amir, I wanted to go last because you actually have some experience with this. So, Piyush, what does it mean to you to start your own family?
1: Start my own family? So, I, I'm not very much for the idea of marriage. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, any if you why- could... Any reason why? I, I don't know. I don't have strong reasons, but I just don't like the idea of marriage. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't mind having a partner, don't mind a living, don't mind having kids. So I my family is you can you have to decouple it from marriage.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Still have a family, but not marriage. Yeah. Start a family means like basically
0: marry and have a child. Like what's your that's yeah. Marry no, have a child yes. I, I think that is what is,
2: is saying that he doesn't think. I want they to are decouple the two.
0: Say, wow. yeah. You mm-hmm. want to decouple it. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised at how similar we are at this. So I've had a long running theory that our generation and the next is learning that marriage is not necessarily the only route in life anymore, especially as, um, especially as societal conditions continue to evolve and other deep things like that. Um, but Amir, you are married. And uh, so actually I'll answer first. Um, I wouldn't, at for a long time, I thought I don't want kids and I don't want a partner. And then it became, I want a partner, but I don't want kids. And that remains true to the extent that I don't want to have children and create new life because there are already so many kids who need parents and it would be way better in general for us to adopt. Uh, and that's where I stand at the moment. Uh, but I'm also learning that, you know, with, all the, with the whole climate thing and life on earth may end in a few years or a few decades. Or so. Why why bother? <laughs> why bother? <laughs> why bother doing anything then, right? Yeah. Amir, give us a different opinion. Tell us how, <laughs> how, the, how the whole thing has been.
2: So I'll start, to, I'll do a smooth transition. So when you say about, you know, climate thing and the world will end, I, I, I picked that as a good reason when after marriage, I chose Maldives as one of the spots for honeymoon because I said the island yeah. will vanish soon. So, let's do it so that's one good reason okay um, apart from that how i see it is um, i think uh, it, it it's it's more like a blend of family values and traditions that i am continuing um, as i started you know uh, as i started my own family now right um, I'm technically head of this small family uh, right. of me and my wife now so it's a different kind of journey more responsibility more groundedness uh, it comes with, uh, you know, less flexibility, of course, mm. uh, as you you may expect because responsibilities grow. But then there's something different about it in the sense uh, it, it, it's it's companionship for life, yeah. um, and I think I I tend to treasure that because the way I've grown, um, very few friends in school were good friends till now. I had the same story in university. Very selected group of. I mean, I you would think i am an extrovert because i have held some positions of you know uh, responsibility in in organization but i think i am like a mixed bag i'm i'm a more introverted than i i look yeah. and i tend to pick up fewer friends so i think for now i've picked my friend for life which is which puts me in a comfortable zone and and i hope it also puts her so that's how it is
0: and to address the whole head of the family line because that can be misconstrued you and your wife have a fairly equal relationship i'm assuming just like you make decisions yeah 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 yeah
2: yeah yeah. so so by by head of family is like when you fill in government forms right yeah that way (laughs) hof
0: don't want you to get (laughs) cancelled so uh thank you so much because we've been talking for over like 75 minutes or so uh this is the last question Um, and feel free to take this wherever you want. Ask any questions of each other. Do you have any last observations about our conversation today? Any lingering doubts, questions? Uh, So for me, right, I was expecting, while I'm giving you guys time to think, um, basically, (laughs) when I pitched the idea to you, I guess what I was envisioning was Oh, it's going to be a very different conversation. Like, we are going to be very different. Me versus both of you. In the sense of both of you have uh, some sort of foundation with your past and with your nostalgia, and I don't. But I'm pleasantly surprised to learn that it's not as disparate or as different as I was expecting. Like, even though, though, uh, of course, all three of us live very different lives, the fact that we have a ton of shared values not just the values that school taught us but the values that we've unlearned from school and the values that we picked up after school have are similar and it gives me a lot of comfort to have had this conversation i feel closer to both of you which is nice uh i think i've fluffed for enough time anybody have any last <laughs> observations that they want to share
2: I think I can go, and then uh, Piyush, our prefect, can conclude. Piyush,
0: our okay. prefect.
1: prefect. So, uh,
2: I so I think, uh, <laughs> so, so my, uh, my observation from, from the way we discussed things was, uh, I, of course, I've spoken to both of you after school as well, and we've been in touch um, more, more with Piyush than with WebEV, uh, but when, when we were speaking about the things, you know, the way we can instantly relate to things, right? Yeah, I mean that is something. That's where the shared system comes, right? Yeah. And I think you, I have not explored it enough. Maybe y'all have, and y'all have spoken to other people outside as well from you know from school, maybe whom you you may have kept in touch with. I, if 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 it clicks quickly, right? That's that's the, that's the importance of that shared system. Hmm. Don't need a lot of context. So that's what I felt in this conversation also. And and Webber, you mentioned right before the podcast that. Uh, I think it can be more more like a debate and uh, have different views. Yeah, I, I, I I, didn't feel that. Mm-hmm. I just felt like, you know, everybody was sharing their own views and we were aligning and we didn't need to align, but, you know, it was all coming to one spot, right, of clarity. So that's how I felt.
0: Yeah, I was not expecting a debate, but I was expecting... So, see, for, for me, this, this uh, you know, pitching this idea to both of you was very much like, oh, that'll be a cool piece of content to create. So I was thinking in, in that way. There's a content
1: creator inside him. Yeah,
0: I mean, haven't you seen? I've been, I've been so uh, not disciplined about my content creation for the last eleven years. I started my content creation journey immediately after class twelve, dude. I started my blog the day Probably after. Probably that's
1: it that's why that's how Amir I told you about Web of Beacon. Yeah, Amir reached out to me to. Yeah, read his yeah. Blog. yeah.
2: see now that that fills in the gaps.
1: <laughs> you
0: you reached out to me for something as well and then i uh asked you about uh, interviewing you for everyday people like five six years ago i don't remember how we started talking but what i remember though uh i want to tell you piyush uh, the reason i continue everyday people to this day and i still i've now put out a hundred blog posts and i think seven or eight podcast episodes of everyday people it's not a small amount of content and the reason I do it is because of you and somebody from college called Nisha. Uh, so 2016, Amir, I started Everyday People. I did about, I think, 10 or so episodes or 12 episodes or something. Francisco was one of them, by the way. Um, and then I dropped it. I did it for three months and I dropped it. And then 2017, February or so, I brought it back. Piyush was one of the first people I interviewed. And uh, this, this lady called Nisha was and they both piu said you made me feel like a celebrity uh, and he, i had I saw, that, yeah, he remember I, that. Remember, <laughs> I remember he told me the same line as well yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I it was specifically you did, did. <laughs> you you made me feel like a celebrity prayer emoji prayer emoji prayer emoji <laughs> like <I>, hands <laughs> <am> joined together <laughs> that and then uh, nisha also said something to that effect where you know she, uh, i made her feel very special and f- that to me was like oh okay Sure, my content may not get any views but
1: the people I'm talking to at least are feeling good about it, I'll continue creating I mean, you made me think in a way I would have otherwise not thought and I mean, I have to say this, it's because of WebHub. I did a blog series, it didn't last for more than a month, your film reviews Film reviews and this uh, something, some some fictional come autobiographical character I,
0: I remember you had asked me to proofread uh, or just read a couple of your film something, reviews something,
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, but it's it nice to know
2: because you've experimented. I mean, that's nice.
1: I was reading it today. I don't know, just because he, he mentioned it. And I was telling another friend that I can't believe I wrote this. Huh. It doesn't <laughs> look like I have written it. But yeah, it was all because of WebHub that I did that.
0: Uh, so so sweet. Uh, finish up your PhD quickly so that you can actually uh, useful content. I can't wait to be liberated. Yeah, <laughs> mm. I want you to start <laughs> writing again after your PhD is done.
1: Yeah, I, actually, Webber and Vishal, these are the two people who like always. Vishal to uh, one year senior yeah Vishal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple yeah, of years senior. Class. I remember. He's a he's an he's an almost established writer. I think he has a couple of books. Oh, nice that he has written. I, I am an established writer, but I have no books. I should yeah, I should anyways. I should really start working on my books. <laughs> 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 yeah, coming to yeah, last right. thoughts. It was actually liberating. There were certain things I said today, but I would have wouldn't have. said. This is going on the public forum. Hmm. So yes. I was happy about it. Don't worry, I'll, I'll mute that. I, 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 no, I you can I actually keep it. Oh, I mean, wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, people who are close to me know all of this. So, yeah.
2: It's okay. and, and 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 just to add on to that, FYI, I think I was asked this question that were you ever discriminated? Um, I don't know, when I was in university, maybe. And I don't know, I just didn't feel courageous enough to re- tell the story from school. But, but today I just uh, thought I I could. So that's something new for me as well.
0: It's nice. Like, I mean, uh, this is something I've, so I've been a trainer for a while, like in, again, Toastmasters and stuff. And I discovered a superpower to have conversations with people that make them feel comfortable. And we, we've, we've seen this. So I'm I'm happy that you both felt comfortable expressing something that you hadn't expressed before. And this has been really fun for me, guys. Thank you so much for spending this time with me.
2: Thank you for having
0: me. You just stuck at the at the last
1: critical moment. He got <laughs> stuck. Uh, I'm gonna stop recording now. Well, now. Hold <laughs> on.